Hey everybody, howdy howdy, Rick Cantrell here, back with another episode of Scriptures Are Froggy, really glad that you guys are here and listening to this, and uh, yeah, this is the uh, this is the fabled special Sunday episode, which uh, will probably be shorter <laughs> than the, the other episodes we've had, <clears throat> uh, just uh, just because we don't, you know, usually we'll have we'll have uh, three episodes, so six chapters total to kind of go back over and review. And uh, this time we've just got the we've just got the two um, episodes that we did, so four chapters to kind of go over. And uh, <laughs> and I mean these are these are great chapters, uh, but time wise it just might be a little shorter. And I mean I, I'm hoping not too short. Um, this is the only thing that's uh, standing between me and that giant pile of dishes in my sink. So. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to try and drag this out a little bit if I, if I'm able, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you guys are here and I hope, uh, we can have a good time with this. And, um, there are just a couple things that I want to touch on, uh, probably two main things that I want to hit with this. Um, I want to talk about experiences versus actions and what the difference there is. Um, something you'll hear a lot is, Oh, so-and-so made me do this, or I was, was driven to this or I was you made me mad you know and I don't like that you know because I don't think anybody makes you do anything I don't think anybody makes you feel anything I don't think you're forced into that um, and I obviously there are exceptions to that and I understand that um, but I think for the most part our situations and emotions don't dictate our actions we are still held accountable um, like I know when I go throughout my daily life even if I'm mad even if I'm sad even if I'm whatever emotion, I am still accountable for my actions. Um, You know, on the final judgment day, I can't just say, well, you know, I was cranky that day, you know, just look past that. No, that's not how it's going to work. (laughs) I am, I am held accountable for my actions. And I believe that we all are. And, um, and, and again, I I just want to reiterate, I know that that mental health issues are real. And then I think there are exceptions to that, of course. And I, I don't mean to discredit those, but for the most part, we have accountability and control over our actions, um, regardless of, the, of what's going on around us. <laughs> and to illustrate that there was a, a lady um, who told a story. Uh, I think she was famous in the church, but I, I don't remember her name. And um, I apologize for that. But um. It was a pioneer story. They were going west, and they had to stay in the middle of freezing winter in a log cabin, um, super old and rickety, had uh, planks ripped off of the wall where uh, people had taken things down to use as firewood. and um, So, you know, just wind whipping right through it and probably freezing everybody. And um, she, she said that she never before had seen any merrier group than that. Uh, she hadn't really seen anybody be as happy as they were in the middle of that blizzard you know and uh i yeah i can't even imagine you know um but yeah people really can choose to be a certain way in spite of situations that are surrounding them and then circumstances and um Um, let's talk about how that relates to what we've been reading, um, following the story of, of Lehi's family. Um, we got the four brothers and then Sariah, who we haven't talked about a ton yet, but we will, um, probably in the next episode. 
um, they're all going through the same thing. They're all placed in the same situation. They've all had to leave Jerusalem. They've all had to leave everything behind. They, you know, really sucky all around. Um, not an ideal situation for them to be in. And, uh, you know, you've got uh, Layman and Lemuel who have chosen to be very complainy and whiny and, and, and very hard-hearted about it, very prideful about it. Or, I don't know if prideful is the right word, but um, uh, they've chosen to be very stubbornly negative and condemning towards their father. And you have Nephi and Lehi who have been very humble and obedient and have listened and respected their father in, in, in his direction and um, have done what has been asked of them without complaint. And, you know, all all of these brothers went together. They had the same thing happen with Laban. Okay, it's not just Laban and Lemuel. Everybody on this trip has a right to complain, you know, or, or not a right, but a reason to, you know. Um, so what separates those who did from those who didn't? What's the, what's the difference there? How, how do we emulate Nephi and Sam instead of slipping into the Laman and Lemuel cycle? Um, cause uh, you know, when you're in a tough spot, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's easy to jump to Lehman and Lemuel sometimes. It's easy to not quite understand why. It's, uh, you know, of course it would be. And, and even with even when Nephi and Sam, I mean, do you think they just didn't care about it? You think they're just psychopaths? You think they didn't want their stuff? I mean, of course they did. I, I think it would make anybody a little frustrated with it. And um, so so what's the difference then? Why why weren't they like Lehman and Lemuel? If they, if they aren't, you know, non-feeling robots, then... then and how do they not care about this? I believe that the answer is found in First Nephi, chapter two. Surprise, First Nephi, um, chapter two, verse sixteen. First Nephi, chapter two, verse sixteen <laughs> says, "And I came to pass, and it came to pass that I Nephi." being exceedingly young, nevertheless being large in stature, and also having great desires to know the mysteries of God. Therefore, wherefore, I did cry unto the Lord, and behold, he did visit me, and did soften my heart that I did believe all the words which have which had been spoken by my father. Therefore, I did not rebel against him like unto my brothers. So, and, and that's, that's directly following um, Laman Lemuel's encounter with their father where he says, uh, you know, I want you to be like under this valley and I want you to be like under this river. Um, and they, you know, they complain against him and, and he just absolutely puts him in the toaster and just wrecks their day. And then, uh, you know, they, they are obedient after that for a little bit, but, um, so immediately after Nephi says that prayer and, uh, is visited by heavenly father and, um, heavenly father, it says he softens his heart. Okay, so Nephi did feel things. He, he felt the same things Laman and Lemuel probably felt. So what, but what did he do? You know, he didn't jump immediately into that cycle of condemning and negativity and, and conclusions. He sought to know, you know, he, he had a, that desire to know. And uh, so he, he, he prayed in faith with real intent and he, it was rewarded, you know, um, 
And and do you think it would have been the same with uh with Lehman Lemuel had they decided let's pray about it real quick? Um, I think it could have gone one of two ways, honestly. Um, I think that if they had prayed with uh, with that real intent and, and and a sincere desire to actually know, then uh, then yeah, I think um, I think it may have been uh, a similar situation there. But with uh, if, if they had gone and been angry about it and done it um, done it grudgingly then I I don't think it would have been the same for them I I think I think that faith is required you know and 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 um, there's a verse in Matthew it's Matthew chapter 7 and it says um, ooh okay so this isn't actually the specific scripture I was looking for um it says um Matthew 7 7 says, Ask and it shall be given you, seek and ye shall find, knock and it shall be opened unto you. For every one that seeketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. And um and actually I really like this. I'm gonna go on a little bit. It says uh, verse nine, or what man is there of you whom his son ask bread? will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he give him a serpent? If he then being evil or, or you know, being, being human, being less good than God, know how to give good gifts unto your children, then how much more shall your father, which is in heaven, God himself, give good things to them that ask him. Um, and then there's another one. And, um, and you know, that's, that's a pretty obscure scripture. It's okay. If none of you guys have heard of that one, um, it's, Hardly ever mentioned. <laughs> um, no, no, that one, uh, that's very well known. And there's another one that is pretty famous. And uh, at, le- at least in the uh, the uh, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Because this is one where... Um, let's see if I can find it really quick. This is um, our the first prophet of our church, Joseph Smith, when he was seeking to know which church to join. This was the scripture that he um, looked at when he was um, reading in his study and in his personal scripture study about this and. Uh, you know, there were a lot of a lot of different churches back then. It was a religious awakening, kind of, and um, he uh, he wasn't sure what to do. And um, he is reading in James chapter one, and he reads in verse five: "If any of you lack wisdom." Let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and abradeth not, and it shall be given him. Verse 6, But let him ask in faith nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with with the wind and tossed. And there's another verse, I think it's Moroni, but I'm not sure, in the Book of Mormon. And it talks about um, 
when you when you know when you go to God with a question or with something um, that is that is good for you to receive, that is God's will that you receive it, um, having real intent and a willingness to receive, then um, then he he will give it unto you if it, if it is good. I, I think that's Moroni, and I think that's in the Book of Mormon. I could be a hundred percent wrong though. Um, and as with all of this, you know, this is just me sharing what what I I believe to be true. And uh, like anybody, I'm 100% capable of, of being wrong, you know. Um, and if, if I am about any of this, I apologize. This is just me sharing my thoughts for those of you that would like to tune in. Um, so uh, take that for what it's worth. And the, the concept of this is, yes, if Laman Lemuel had gone with the same faith as Nephi, the same real desire to know, then... Yes, they would have received the same answer. I do believe that, but I don't think that they. I don't think they would have. Um, I think if they if they did pray about it, then uh, it would have been a, a grudging thing that they did, just to prove a point or something. I mean, because clearly they didn't even want to do it anyway. Um, so the point is mute. But um, the the question is, did they have the capacity to receive the same? as Nephi had they made different choices and had the different mindset about it. And the answer is yes. They absolutely had the same opportunities as Nephi did. But Nephi chose to do something else. He chose to seek learning and understanding. He chose to seek out God and understand from the source. He didn't just take his father's word for it either. You know, he, he went and he sought God. Um, and um, I, I think that's what we all should, uh, should feel encouraged to do. Um, to, in, in a church and, and with anything, you know, don't, don't always follow blindly, you know, gain your own testimony, pray and then seek knowledge for yourself. Um, and if you ask in faith, nothing wavering, then, um, then it will, it will be given unto you and it won't always be answered right away or in the way that we want it to be. <laughs> um, but if we have faith and if it is, if it is a good thing that we ask, then uh, those answers will come. Uh, yeah, and I do believe that. And um, there's just one other thing I want to kind of tie into that, and then I'll, I'll let y'all go. Um, I mean, you can go whenever you want. I'm a, again, I'm a podcast guy. I'm not a cop. Um, just pulling up my – I pulled up like five screens on my gospel library app in preparation to this. <laughs> Um, you know what's amazing tasting, but just not great for concentration? Uh, mango nectar. I'm going to get some mango nectar and uh, tastes amazing. Does not help me to concentrate super well. Anyway, um, so there's a couple scriptures here, and they all kind of are the same, but not the same at the same time. Um, okay, so I definitely just closed one of them. So we've got two scriptures. <laughs> They're kind of the same. There's another one in DNC, which we will not be touching on because I accidentally closed it and it will take me a while to find it. So the first one, third Nephi 13, um, which we will be going over later in the Book of Mormon. Surprisingly enough, third Nephi does not take place after second Nephi. It goes first, second Nephi, and then like later on in the Book of Mormon, there's another Nephi. So we have a third and fourth Nephi about a different Nephi. And uh, just it really flows together really well. Um, 
so so this goes along with you know not only the answers we seek but also um the, the second part i want to go over is um nephi's faith you know i compared it in a previous episode to uh to a superpower you know um how it, it talked about how he went um led by the spirit when he entered laban's household or compound or whatever uh, not knowing beforehand uh what he should do and I, I call that a superpower, you know, when you are when you are guided fully by the Lord and, and have that complete trust in him, that's a superpower. You cannot be stopped because you're doing the work of the Lord. <laughs> um, so in 35, 13, Jesus Christ, after coming to visit the people of the Americas, which if you're not familiar with the Book of Mormon, yes, that happens. Um, we'll get to that later on. But um Jesus is talking to the uh, the twelve that he chose in the Americas, and he says, um, "I'm just taking an excerpt out of here." Um, Behold the fowls of the air, uh, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are you not much better than they? Again, this is thirty five thirteen twenty six. <laughs> He's saying, you know, look at the birds; they don't plant seeds, they don't, you know, they don't harvest. They're not. They're not doing really anything productive and, uh, you know, they're not growing their own food, but Heavenly Father feeds them. Are, are you not better than the, than the birds in the sky? Are you, are you not much better than them? Um, which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? Who of you, just by, just by trying, just by thinking about it, can add height to yourself? Can, can you do that? Um, and it says, and why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow not, they toil not, neither do they spin. Um, and, you know, it's saying, why do you, why do you think about your clothes, you know? Um, look at the flowers in that field over there. They, they grow by themselves. They don't have to work. They don't have to do anything. Um, but in the next verse, and yet I say unto you that even Solomon, that great king, um, in all his glory, uh, was not arrayed like one of these. He didn't have this sweet setup that these have. You know, he still had to do stuff. And then verse 30, this is where we, ah, I really like this scripture a lot. Um, it's brought me a lot of comfort in some hard times. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today, and, and if you want to know if God has his eye on you, if you want to know if if uh, if you if, if you're going to get those things that you need, if, if there's some plan in place, you, you're going to want to pay close attention to this. Wherefore, if God so clothe the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, it's here today, tomorrow it's going to be burned up. It doesn't matter a ton, but he, he does these, this many good things for them. Even so will he clothe you. Of course he will do that for you who are much greater than the grass if you are not of little faith. Therefore, Take no thought, saying, "What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed, or, uh, or you know, how am I going to get through this hard time, or um, what what am I going to do about A, B, and C, or uh, and insert whatever else here." For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the there is a but, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought. This is hands down, hands down, probably my favorite verse. You know, um, I'm I'm not gonna get a tattoo. 
I wouldn't do that. Um, I, I don't think that's a good idea. But um, if I were to ever get a scripture verse tattoo, uh, <laughs> be this last line here, you know, quote directly from Jesus Christ. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. And this last line here is what I'm talking about. Sufficient is the day unto the evil thereof. Sufficient is the day unto the evil thereof. If I can leave you with one thing today, I want you all to know that. Um, as we seek the kingdom of God and as we as we put those things that, that are important, as we, as we find those things that are most important and then put those first in our life, everything else that we need will fall into place behind it. And I would just like to bear my testimony that I know that we have a loving father and mother in heaven. And I know that they're watching us and I know that they are very aware of each and every one of us individually on a very personal level. And I know that as we do those, these things and, and as we seek to, to do a little better and to be a little better every day, (laughs) that we will receive those things that we have need of and it will be better than we could have hoped for. And, um, yeah, I, uh, I say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I, uh, I hope that, um, you guys enjoyed and, um, I will be back with another episode on Monday, continuing with uh, chapters five and six in first Nephi and, uh, yeah. And enjoy your weekend and, uh, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Thank you all for tuning in. Oh, and, and, uh, share this if you guys liked it or, or if you feel like it, um, let's get this out there a little bit. Um, and if you absolutely hated it, no worries. That is okay. Thank you for tuning in anyway. (laughs) I, I appreciate it. Go have fun. Go drink some mango nectar and I will see you on Monday.